call us on 086-000-2032. That's the number. What happened to you this week? What for you is the story of the week, the issue of the week as well? Uh, Tabo Besta, the movie, certainly, of the week. Uh, we've also, of course, been talking about employment equity. We've been talking uh, about all sorts of other things this morning. So that's the number, 086-000-2032. Moses and Bramley, good morning. Uh, good morning, Stephen. How are you? Yeah, I'm well. Go for it. No, Stephen, I just want to talk about infrastructure vandalism. And what happened in Tswane, the pylons, yeah. Yeah, you know, Stephen, we have a clueless leadership, a cabal mm-hmm. that is running the show who doesn't actually understand what they are doing in those offices. I, I would like to believe that during the regime times, People respect almost everything. They respect life because they, there have been consequences. But since we've got these people who are just leading, who are perpetrating a stomach feeding for themselves and not doing anything just to advance a majority of the people who are poor for that matter, these guys are saving. They let our borders for us. Mm of which people are just people are perpetrating this act i don't think they are local people there are some I, I, i'm not i'm not actually running away from the fact that there should be some of our people but really since we've got all people of different nationalities from wherever having no documents these are actually uh, adding to the problems of this country Stevie. Mm. because I mean, you look at everything. The robots, they just mm. bring them down. Mm. Uh, last, uh, three days ago, I was driving from bread in Roslyn. The, the street lights were lying down. Yeah. Maybe all of them. The robots, there was a technician guy who was collecting the robots. I stopped sure. and asked him, what's going on? He said, my brother, I was collecting this robot the whole day today. This is my job. I said, but wow. this government is failing just to put a, 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 an intelligence that could deal with that. I mean, mm. this is not, they, they, they lack political will of saving these people. All right. No, they're Moses. Yeah. No, Moses, I hear you, you know, and I mean, I think so many people say the same. I mean, your description of talking to the guy, picking up robots is just amazing. Um, I wouldn't say there was more respect for infrastructure in the, you know, in apartheid. I wouldn't say that. But I hear what you mean. I mean, it's just incredible what we see happening around us. Moses, thank you. And I think so many people uh, fear, uh, feel for you as well. Chucks and Mokhla King. Hi, Chucks. Uh, morning, Stephen. How are you? Yeah, I'm well. Go for it. The Institute for Race Relations. Yes, 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 yes. Uh... The guy who came, but by the way, what is his name again? G- Gabriel uh, Krauser. Yeah, Gabriel. Yeah, you, you know uh, the, the the dude guy. Uh, <laughs> yes. I I, I, I I tend to to support uh, his statement. Okay. Based on the issue of like uh, people, they must. To me, from my point of view, we must stop this thing of rationalizing this thing of that black people. They must be given priority because of it has been more than. I think more than 30 years uh, mm. black people have been in power, but there's not been any change. Then if, let's say, you want to change the situation now and to give more black people, maybe to put them on senior position, what difference will it make if it fails to, to happen during the period of 30 mm. years? I believe everyone now must be treated the same, regardless of being black or white. 
Look what happened at the, uh, the time of the, uh, of the Anglo-Boer War between the British and the Afrikaners. The Afrikaners decided to build their own organization to improve mm. the life of their own kids. What are black people doing? Why must we be always being defaged? We failed, and it clearly shows that even if we can be given another 30 years to come, we're going to fail. Then if, 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 if we don't stand up by ourselves and always wanted to be fed, there's nothing which is going to be changed. Only certain individuals are becoming rich instead of assisting other black people who are poor to uplift them academically, assist them in opening business. Only certain elite of black people, mm. they are the ones who are benefiting, like for an example, that thing of DEE. Then to me, everybody must be treated the same. All right, Jackson. Stop this thing of differentiating people from being black or being, being yeah. white. It's no longer in existence. All right, Jackson Mochla King, thank you. Interesting view. Uh, it is your view. I respect it. Siswe in KwaZulu Natal, do you agree with Chucks? I, I do not agree with him. Uh, just because uh, there is no enforcement doesn't mean that uh, the laws must be must be crept out. There is no implementation of of those laws. Doesn't mean those laws must be crept out. Because President Kwesi stated clear on Section 15, you you employ people from designated groups through to their suitable qualification, not that you just employ anyone. Our problem was that even our government, they didn't follow affirmative action. They given each each other position without following affirmative action. They given each other position through credit Mm. deployment. That is what the companies are fighting against. They mustn't uh, uh, challenge the government with us as citizens. They must face the government as it is. All right. Uh, yeah, the, 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 the guy who came in, you, you are trying to, to challenge the government by mm. using us. Company, companies, they don't want to comply just because they they are saying the government is not also complying. I was a software from 2010, my brother. I know what I'm talking about. Mm. I've been speaking with, with senior companies. And that is what they are saying. They, they are not going to comply and they are refusing. All right. Sizweb, no, I hear you. All right, on the line from KwaZulu-Natal. Phantom and Mangung, the Institute for Race Relations and Employment Equity. Where do you stand, Phantom? Hey, hey, hey. Morning, Steve. Yeah, very interesting topic, uh, Steve. I, I, I couldn't just miss uh, mm. Gabriel's you know, arrogance uh, as, as he was talking to you. Uh, he found, uh, I, I hope I'm, I'm not anything like a, a psychiatrist, but, but I, I could sense in his voice there's a lot of anger, there's a lot of frustration around issues of affirmative action. But also there's, there's a, a lot of arrogance and denialism. He is denying you know, some of the things that are factual in the private sector. Uh, 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 around ignoring affirmative action and what legislation says in this regard. But what struck me the most with what he was saying uh, was this intimation that there is no acknowledgement of merit when it comes to affirmative action. Mm. He seems to have an idea that when affirmative action is applied, we, you know, generally government or even the private sector, you know, for crying out loud, 
just looks around for any black person uh, without merit, and that is a person that is thrown into a job. Even when it comes to appointing black people in positions, you know, through affirmative action considerations, there's still consideration for merit, qualification, experience, and all those sort of things. It's just denying that uh, uh, in many instances, uh, legislation on affirmative action is, is not being uh, followed in this regard. I don't agree with him in this regard. That, that's the one point. The second point, uh, Steve, uh, for me, when you say what was uh, most topical during the course of the week, I refuse to follow the Tabo Bethel story <laughs> completely. I just yeah. think... It's, no, I understand. Just, I understand know, why. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but for me, the post office, the post bank story, mm. I think it's, it's, it's something typical that was flowing under the radar somehow. Yeah. And it's something that I think deserves, you know, a lot of consideration. The post mm. bank has been there supporting us. And when I was a young yeah. boy, I'm in my 50s at the moment, I had one of those uh, books, you know, where you mm, save money, mm. and it helped a lot. We cannot afford uh, to see it go. You know, when you go into rural and uh, black uh, communities in the townships, this service is still necessary. Yeah. There are people who live very close to these banks in the townships that do not or may not afford to come to town. And for some people coming to town still has got some sort of trauma for them. Sure. And, you know, uh, uh, class issues where you are going to deal yeah. with people who are not used Like to not my space, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Lastly, Steve, uh, uh, coming from Bloomington, you know, uh, what is very interesting for me, there's a club in Bloomington, an athletics club called the Titanium, uh, Titanium Center City Athletics Club. They are having a marathon on the 29th of April. And you must see how these guys are going about to market their race, inviting people to participate mm. uh, and come run here. It is something that I think is very interesting. And okay. I want to invite you as well, Steve, that on the 29th of April, you come take part in the 5-kilometer, 10-kilometer. Oh, Phantom, if there's, if there's a bicycle kilometer. involved, you'll see me there. But without a bicycle, well, I'm not going to ride. I'm not going to run. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get that going as well, okay. Steve. But yeah, don't forget CC Tech on that day. No, day sure. That particular marathon. Just please come and support. All right, Phantom. Thank you on the line from Mungong. All right, interesting. As I say, I'm not I'm not a runner. Okay. Um, all right, your views this morning. The big story of the week, 086-000-2032. Pule on the line from Mungong. Hi. Hi, Jesse. Um, uh, for me, it's just Chavo Besta issue. Is that your yeah, story think... of the week or your movie of the week? <laughs> it will be a story for now. Yeah. Um, I think... Uh, some of the people who are in power, do, uh, they actually think we, we we can't use our brains for for, for lack of a better word, mm. because it, it it really doesn't make sense. How does this person, or how do they smuggle a corpse, and uh, it supposedly it was in a TV box or whatever it was, and that bo- that corpse is then burnt and Tabo. Yeah. Who, why did they assume that that was Tabo? Why not a, a, a Tabang in, mm. in in prison? Is it because that was the only it person his, that was not accounted for? He was for? the only person in that cell, and the fire was in the cell. Yes, and and th- th- that would make sense. Yeah. Uh, but, but then also, if you think about it, uh, the position of the prison, how did this man get out of from Mangaun to the, any other province and another province and out of sure. the country? So, so, so what we understand is that this this is where the 
the car, there's a, a car that was allowed in that wasn't authorized and wasn't checked and wasn't checked when it left. And I, did I hear correctly, I think in Parliament, that it was being driven by the head of security or something? I mean, bizarre story. So that's how they did it. They had this car, the car came in, the car went out, the car wasn't authorized, no one stopped it, which obviously points to corruption. And that's how they moved the body in and Besta out. And, and, and therein lies my problem. Uh, I, I, did we follow the money? Because wherever mm. there's corruption, there's money. Yeah. We follow, are, are we following the money to say, um, this person stood to benefit, that one benefited, this one stood to benefit? I am of the opinion or the view that the only reason we, we got hold of Tabo Besta in Tanzania for all places mm-hmm. is because somebody's hands were not greased. Then you said, no, no, I'm, oh, I'm, 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 I'm yeah. going to blow the whistle or whatever. Yeah. Because it doesn't make sense. Tabo Besta uh, breaks out of prison. Uh, almost a month and a month and a half later, we catch him in. in yeah, long, uh, lo- longer than that. But I hear what you mean. Yeah, Pule, I don't know about money changing hands. I don't think so in Tanzania. I think he just, he, 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 he claimed to be an American and like isn't, you know. <laughs> I think someone sort of stopped him. <laughs> and then, then they sort of went, oh, hold on. We know who this guy is. You know, I think that's really the issue. And nobody could do that within the South African borders. Okay. Well, that, but he wasn't claiming to be an American here. No, I, I, I've thought about it even up to saying, did he pro- yeah. perhaps even uh, go from, from, from Protflay to Lesotho, from Lesotho he flew to the China. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who knows? It, it, it yeah. simply doesn't make sense. No, all right. No, Pule and Mangung, I mean, there's so many questions. I don't know. I was going to say, wait until the movie, but we've been watching the movie this week, haven't we? All right, 086 your issue, your story. Uh, what happened to you this week? At SFM Radio and at Stephen Grutus on Twitter. Really good to hear from you this morning. All right, what happened to you this week? What we use the story of the week. Khojane is on the line from Kronstadt, which is two hours away yeah. from Mangahung. Khojane, hi. How are you, my brother? I'm well, man. Look, what a story this week, eh? Yes, you know, I wrote in the in the WhatsApp group somewhere that uh, the best is going to be the newsmaker of the year. Yeah, <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, you know, the, the lady, what a waste. Nandipa Magodomane, the doctor, yeah. Really, really, she has made me angry, very much angry. Professional woman like that, a doctor, mm. educated and get entangled in this type of, you know, thing. But now that she's in Kronstadt, I want to find out, what does the correctional services in Kronstadt, what type of facilities do they have? Mm. Because we are, I assume that... the. the, the, the She's there, she's going to be. When well, I know she's not uh, sentenced mm. yet, but what, when that time comes, when she, when, she, when she gets sentenced and then she sends here, she's going to serve her time. Suppose, let's say for argument's sake, 10 years. What are the programs, facilities that, I, that is going to assist her, you know, to correct her behavior now that she's a doctor, she yeah. doesn't need much of the, you know, corrections. I just, I'm just trying to think... I've been there. I know what the facilities are mm. there, the women facilities. They're very good, well conducive enough for somebody to stay there and think. But what are the programs yeah. that can correct Nandipa now that she's, she's, yeah. she, she's going to be here? That is what I want to find out. Jeez, I have no idea. You know, I must tell you, um, Khojani, I'm, I'm so glad you asked the question in a way. Because when I was learning how to do radio news, right, I would only refer to the person's 
being a doctor, if it mattered to the story, like you wouldn't always say Dr. Zwilliam Kieze, you'd say Zwilliam Kieze, if you see what I mean, when he was treasurer of the ANC, different if he's health minister. And with Nandipa Magodumana, I mean, she's a doctor, but I think, a, and I, so I didn't refer to her as a doctor. But I, I'm beginning to think like that's a big part of the story, isn't it? That she's a doctor, as you say, a professional person. I mean, do you think she just fell in love with Bester? Did he con her? Is that the thing? Is that what happened maybe? I don't know. <laughs> well, be it as it may, we are, we are told she's a doctor, she's a medical mm. doctor, I don't know. But with her profession, with her profession, whether it's a doctor in physiology or whatever mm. the case may be, what do we have in cross-type correctional services? Are they going to... You yeah. know, How do you rehabilitate someone? Yeah. Sorry? How do you rehabilitate someone who's done all that? Yes, who's already well-rested yeah. with knowledge and things like that. Yeah. I don't know, Khojani. I mean, I'll tell you what it is as well, is it's a lesson in how anyone can get caught up in anything, hey, isn't it? It's a lesson in that. You know, people who you think would never, I mean, remember, I'm not going to mention his name and embarrass him further, but someone who had been in prison, seen the world, a politician, believed that there was money available for the country. I mean, you might remember that. I mean, anyway, I mean, it doesn't matter who you are. You can still be suckered. You always need to be careful. Yeah, that said, I know you don't have time, Steve. Uh, yeah. That said, uh, we have had many matriculants you know, in, in correctional services passing with distinction. I just want to, when you have got time, some other time, try to find follow-up story to say if some of them have been out in the mm. society, what are they doing? What, yeah. uh, you, you know, what, what is the sex story that they have done? Maybe some of them went to the university, mm. some of them graduated with, with, uh, with, or with whatever yeah. profession may be. Good question. That is what also I'm, I'm most interested in. Murat Khojani and Kronstadt, thanks very much indeed. All right, uh, still calls to come to me in Mangung, I see you, to Boho in Cape Town, I see you, Sigan Randberg, I see you too. Stephen Krutis on SAFM. Debojo on the line from Cape Town. Your story of the week, your movie, I don't know, your miniseries of the week, Debojo. Tabo Besta. Good morning, Stephen. You know, I just the way the members of Parliament and the executive have been behaving. Oh, Tabojo, Tabojo, we're gonna, we're gonna, Tabojo, we're gonna call you back. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. We're gonna call Tabojo back and do. We're gonna see if we can call you back. Uh, to me on the line from Mangong, the National Union of Mine Workers. This is Eskim. To me. Yes. Good morning, Stephen. Uh, Stephen, look, this issue of Eskom, I honestly find it uh, very selfish mm-hmm. because, yeah, for Eskom, uh, whatever that happens at Eskom the society has to pay for it. Whether it's salary yeah. increase, whether it's whatever happening, the South Africans have to pay for it. And I honestly find it very selfish. Uh, Stephen, my wife works as an electrician. She's a qualified, experienced electrician for municipality in Bloemfontein. I, I tell you now, ESCOM uh, employees already get more than any other electricians in the country. Mm. Unless we talk about other private companies that I do not know, but if ever we have to compare between government electricians and ESCOM, ESCOM people get already a mm. lot of money, and mm. then they come and demand 15% salary increment. It means they do not really care about the rest of us because they know that normal or ordinary South Africans are going to pay for that uh, salary increase. I find it honestly very selfish. And normally our government always allows them to get away with it. Even if they do not go into get 50, they can end up getting 10%, while public servants get 7.5%. It's 
honestly not acceptable and it's very selfish. All right, Timmy and Mangong, I mean, look, they say that, you know, they're fathers and mothers too, and that's true. But that was one of the reasons I put the question, you know, why should a small percentage of people get a big increase and everyone else has to pay for it? Uh, Tabojo in Cape Town, you're back again. Sorry about that. Tabo Besta, go for it now. Hi, uh, can you hear me now? Yes, much better. Oh, okay. So, um, I'm saying I find this whole Tabo uh, Bester and the doctors annoying because the way the members of parliament have behaved, even the executive, mm-hmm. so see, this happened because Mangaung is privately run. Whereas we know that prisoners escape all the time in institutions yeah. that are run by the DCS. Mm. For example, we, we had that famous story of, was it Moses Sitole? who on numerous occasions was escaping from a maximum prison. I think you might mean Ananias Mate. I don't know if it was Moses Sotole. I think it was, I, I don't know, you might be right. I can't remember yeah, now. Yeah, one, one, of, one of the two, yeah. I don't remember, but, but there was that notorious mm. inmate who on numerous occasions yeah. kept escaping from a maximum prison that was run by DCS. Mm. But the way they're treating this type of thing, it's as if, had it been run by DCS, this wouldn't have happened. Yeah. That's what irritates me. Well, yeah. they've so inefficient and ineffective previously. Yeah. I think it's also the way that, that it was done to Bojo. You know, you know, it's like people will say, say to us correctly, you know, the media doesn't treat all uh, incidents equally. And there are different things that are sort of amazing about it, you know. I mean, in this case, you know, he faked his own death. He was smuggled out. There's the, there's a, the lover. She's a doctor. I mean, all of those things make it a much bigger sort of story even though, I mean, it's just a prison escape, you know? Yes, but what I'm saying is, if they, they, are, they are hanging on to the fact that Mangawun is privately sure. now, sure, sure, sure. now yes, take yes. Over. my point is, it could have happened in any other prison yes. with the resources that they yes. they seem to have. You're correct. You know? So that that's what yeah. annoys me about the way they are treating it. It's yeah. as if had any S4, whoever they are, not being in charge, this wouldn't have happened. No, that, that's what I'm picking up. Tabohu, yeah. you're absolutely correct on that. I agree with you. Um, uh, Eunice, hi, good morning. Uh, I felt, actually, I'm glad you bring this issue up because I thought it would be wrong to do a whole thing, what happened this week, without mentioning this. For you, it's the Guptas. Yeah, Stephen. Uh, if you could recall when this first call was made for the extradition of the Guptas, I called in and I said, although I'd love them to be frog marched to South Africa, I have my doubts. Yeah. On the basis that... The world's mafiosa, mafiosi are based in Dubai. The billionaire drug lords are based there. And it would, it would set a precedent if the Guptas were re- extradited, then it would make a call for the rest of the mafia mm-hmm. to be extradited to the various countries. And uh, actually, you know, I've been proven right there on that one. Yeah. You know, if you look at Yemen, Stephen, it's an extended colony of the U.S. The genocide that they've caused in Yemen they've been exonerated for that. I mean, if you look at everything else, what the UAE is doing, as long as they're pro-American, mm. they get away with it. I don't know if they're really the pro-American, though, Eunice. I mean, I think they've got their own issues. For me, and I made this point at the beginning, uh, and, you know, I mean, I'm careful about opinion, expressing my own opinions, not my platform. It's a, your platform, SAFM. But yeah. I do believe in openness. And, I mean, if you've got an open justice system, we would all know what happened. They've got a closed justice system. Well, now we're going to read into it, yes, aren't we? but... Google and see who's based in Yemen. And like I said, I stand by what I say, you know, and I said that all the mafias of the Mm. world are based on billionaires. And I had my doubts and I'm 
sorry, I've been proven right, but I'd yeah. love the Guptas to come back. Here. Yeah. No, wouldn't we all? And they can bring their passports. Yeah. Eunice on the line from Joburg. Thank you. All right. I've got to tell you, um, been a busy sort of day today after what was for me a short week at least, but I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed talking to you. Uh, and I think that's also because it's nice to sit back Get out the popcorn and watch the movie together, isn't it? That's been quite fun to do. So from uh, Phineas, who's been pushing the buttons today, from Mdu, from Stunza, um, from Banyana, look after yourself. We will see you on Monday. You are with SFM leading the conversation. It's just gone nine o'clock.